welcome to the Housing Market Podcast. This is the last episode of this year, of 2023, and we're going to do something different. We don't have a guest uh, this week, and I'm going to kind of go through a couple of different things. Now, I want to say this before I hop in. This is going to be a little bit different episode. Um, If you're listening to this podcast, I might encourage you to go to YouTube and watch it because I'm going to cover a couple of different things that have a visual element to it. And I'm also going to bring in a couple of um, other contributors that that you'll be able to watch on video as well. You can still listen to it on audio, but if you have the chance, go watch it on YouTube because we're going to cover three things today. First, every Monday morning at KCM, we do a deep dive. I'm going to show you the most watched deep deep dive episode this year. And it's all about what Americans think about home ownership. Second, I'm going to play for you a, a sort of a, about a five minute clip of the most listened to How's the Market podcast episode with Alicia Essig um, on a buyer consultation. Again, a topic that many, many people uh, want to talk about. And third, I'm going to give you KCM's um, forecast for 2024 and cover what we have from the forecasters that are looking out into next year as we get ready for it. So, with that as a backdrop, let's go ahead and hop in. All right, I, I want to start off with uh, the most watched deep dive, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over here to the deep dive in just a minute, uh, so you'll be able to 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 hear that. But it's on the topic of what Americans think about home ownership, and here's why this is so important. I think we've come through a year that's certainly been uh, a year in real estate. I think we can all say that with the adjustment coming out of the last couple of years. And sometimes in those times, we think, you know, do people want to buy a home? You know, affordability is challenged. All the things that we face, low inventory. But when we start to look at the research and the surveys that are done about what Americans think about home ownership, it's shocking. And, and listen, this is something that we need to be talking about. You know, there's no doubt there there are challenges with affordability in this country, and and we need to get really really good at understanding the non financial benefits of home ownership, because when you start to look at what people think about home ownership, and then you could, you you look at what's the difference between a homeowner and a rental a renter in the financial terms, it's shocking. And Steve Harney, the founder of KCM, is there's nobody better to explain. Uh, those two things than him. And so I'm going to turn it over to him. I want you to listen to this episode of The Deep Dive, where he covers the latest report on what Americans think about homeownership and the investment of it, and then the difference between the net worth in a homeowner and a renter. Lending Tree Survey came out this year, recently, and they asked a question to Americans, what do they think is the road to riches? Ladies and gentlemen, real estate won again. I don't want you want you in the middle of this affordability crisis to think that people don't think that they want to buy a house for financial reasons. That's not true. There are people out there saying that. There is no evidence of that. As a matter of fact, any evidence I can find says exactly the opposite of that. And over time, the people that believe in home ownership as a wealth builder are right. Every three years, the Fed does a survey called the Survey of Consumer Finances. And in that survey, they look at the net worth of renters and the net worth of homeowners. And here's the one, two, three, four, last five surveys. The spread, the gap between the net worth of a homeowner 
and the net worth of a renter is dramatic and growing. Now, that big spike up in the last survey, we're not going to see that spike up again. That trend line is not going to go like that. That had something to do with the two, what I call unicorn years, where you know houses appreciated by almost 20% a year. We're not going to see that again. That line is going to flatten out. But that bottom green line, that's going to stay flat too. So whatever gain that you have in the minimal, minimal appreciation we're going to see over the next three years is going to make the gap even wider. So you got a chance to hear Steve talk about that. You know, the Gallup poll that shows that 45% of Americans think owning a home is a better investment than the stock market, than gold, than uh, bonds, all the things that uh, were listed, their retirement accounts. You know, people want to own a home. That is the bottom line. Now, there are certainly headwinds that we've faced with affordability, but as we turn um, you know, sort of the, the corner into the new year, I think as we look ahead, we certainly can expect uh, interest rates to be more favorable. And in, in, at the time that I'm recording this, we're seeing that even happen. I think the average 30-year fixed at around 6.6%, um, down from almost eight just a few months ago. So as we start to look forward and, and get this message out there, go back and review some of these. If you go in the show notes, I'm going to link... Uh, this deep dive episode and also what we're going to talk about next, the most listened to uh, podcast ex- episodes so that you can get that information. And certainly if you're a KCM member, grab those visuals because they're important in today's market. So let's move to the second uh, topic here. It's the the most watched um, uh, How's the Market podcast episode. And I always think about it, watch, there's certainly folks that are that are listening uh, on the podcast, but it's with Alicia Essig. Now, Alicia is uh, a rock star agent that operates in the Baltimore market, Philly market, does a phenomenal job. She's a coach. She's a mom. She does it all. But really, if you were to ask me, what is Alicia great at? One of the things that that she certainly stands out uh, as is someone who has a buyer's consultation really dialed in. You know, she's been interviewed on a number of different podcasts on this topic. If you, if you were to search her name and just look for that information, you would find it out there. And I think going into the coming year, creating value with the buyer is going to become more and more important. Certainly, we all know uh, uh, of the issues and uh, the lawsuits that are going on and certainly don't know how all that's going to end up. And uh, and we'll continue to follow that. But what is 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 true and what will be required is that we create value uh, with buyers. So let's let's listen to Alicia. She breaks down how she steps into her buyer consultation. I know you'll take something from it. So I'll turn it over uh, to that podcast. Okay, so there's three sections and about 30 minutes each section. The first section is you're getting straight to the point with buyer agency laws, who represents who, you know, make sure you understand your local jurisdiction, what, you know, what goes into that agency. Also, anything else that is relative to your local market. If you're in Florida, talk about hurricanes. If you are in California, talk about earthquakes. If you're in Minnesota, talk about the deep freeze, right? If you have somebody moving in from out of town that doesn't understand the actual geography, it's time there for that to do that as well. So this is also your opportunity to control what I say, control the client, where you say to the client, don't 
click, I want more information on Zillow. Don't walk into an open house without telling me. Don't walk into new construction without telling me. You know, this is any, again, any of the things that frustrate you, this is your opportunity to say, hey, don't do those things. And so I'm setting expectations there. Setting up expectations. If you have working hours that you prefer, tell people right up front. Hey, I tend to stop working around seven o'clock. So if it's nothing important, then I'm, you know, I probably won't answer. Feel free to email or text me. I'll get back to you the next day. However, you know, my policy is if we're negotiating a contract or home inspection repairs or something that has a deadline, I'm going to make myself available. I'm not that hardcore. But that first 30 minutes is all for you to be able to really set up your boundaries and guidelines and that working relationship and also you to state your fee. This is what I get paid. And if I'm not paid by the seller, then I'm going to need you to pay me. And if that doesn't work, we're going to have to have a conversation because I'm not a nonprofit realtor, period. Yep. Step two. Step two kind of has two parts. It's what I call the discovery section. The discovery section is we're saying, hey, David, what do you want? Right. And you're going to say, well, I uh, I'd like I I want and, and you might get tripped up. And, you know, depending again on where you live, the questions are going to have to be rooted in what your housing stock and neighborhoods look like. Um, And if somebody's like, I don't know, I'll start off with, okay, urban, suburban, they'll go suburban. Okay. Are we talking lots of land in between houses or, you know, you you know, houses, right? And again, that's because I have that kind of housing stock. Or do you want to be out in farm country, more rural, right? I have all of that to be able to provide in my two markets. Then you get into a discovery about the house. Do you want something Again, I have all the housing styles. New, old, right. wood floors, tile, carpet. So you're defining what they're looking for and yeah, how to how help. Many, every, yeah. like every discovery question you can think of, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, what kind of housing stock do you like? What do you do when you're not working? Um, Do you know people here? Where do your friends live? Where are you working? What kind of commute do you want? An example, I had a client moving to Baltimore from Texas. And in Texas, what they're used to is slab houses with no basements. And almost every house has a garage. And during this discovery process, the person says to me, well, I have to have a garage. But they were coming here to work for a company that was in the city, and they wanted no more than a 15-minute commute. Well, that gave me an opportunity to say, well, the way our city was literally built, you're not going to get a garage within 15 minutes unless you, A, spend more or go further out. So which one's more important? So that just saved me two days in the car showing them houses. Which one's more important, a garage or your commute? I get to learn right then and there which one is going to win. So really drilling in and asking those questions also helps you overcome objections about the market conditions or just plain old housing stock. The second part of the second section is a soft qualification. Now, on my YouTube and, you know, on Tom's, whatever you can find, I show you how to old school calculate a mortgage payment using the amortization chart, right? So uh, I'm not going to bore you with that, but I then go into how much cash do you have? How much money do you want to spend? How much does your mortgage payment want to be? You know, we talk about all of that. That's awesome. I always enjoy, I enjoyed recording that podcast with Alicia, but, but enjoy listening to her is uh, well. Go back and listen to this podcast because while she talks on the front end about how she sets things up with a buyer, she goes much deeper in really talking about buyer agency. And I know you're going to want to grab that. If, if you're wondering, how do I create 
uh, more value with the buyers that I'm working with. She's one of the best in the country. And that uh, the fact that that episode was the most listened to certainly shows that that topic is a topic that uh, folks in our business are interested in and one that people are eager uh, to learn more about. And oh, by the way, buyers, consumers, uh, folks that are, that are out buying homes are helped when we do a great job in this area. Most real estate agents know what's happening. Good agents understand what's happening, but great agents, they can explain what's happening. At Keeping Current Matters, we help real estate agents become experts. With market insights and marketing tools, you'll not only stand out, you'll thrive in any market. Keeping Current Matters, be the expert. All right, let's turn the corner into what's ahead, uh, you know, in the coming year. I think there's a lot of folks that, that want to think about that. You know, this year has certainly been a year in real estate. You know, if, if you followed the How's the Market podcast, I've talked several times about um, just this year and at KCM, all that we've done. Um, I've had the chance to travel the country talking to agents uh, with Tom Ferry's roadmap tour, just about what's going on in their market, bringing the local information, you know, and uh, us launching KCM Local. But if you were to ask me what the topics were that uh, people were most interested in this year, I can pretty easily tell you it, it's, it, it sort of um, hinges on a couple of things. First, prices. What is happening with prices? And, you know, the thought coming into the year was that we'd see interest rates rise, and we certainly saw that this year. And then we would see people put their homes on the market. You know, demand would, would slow down because of rising interest rates. There'd be more inventory, and you would see uh, prices fall. That was sort of the assumption for this year, and so caused a lot of, a lot of folks to have questions. It caused a lot of agents, consumers to have questions. And so breaking down that topic, we spent a lot of, a lot of time this year uh, at KCM talking about home prices. And what do we know now? One, interest rates did rise, and that certainly slowed down transaction volume. But everybody didn't put their home on the market. And that allowed upward pressure to remain on prices. You know, I think as, as we think about that, even though the business slowed down, price integrity you know, remained. And we even saw, you know, we'll finish the year with, with homes appreciating in a year where a lot of people were calling for depreciation. And, and I think that's in, in large part to the fact that we don't have enough uh, homes for the number of people that uh, want to buy them. And so I, I think as we look back on this year, this, this will be uh, one of the big pieces that we say, you know, the year was defined by a year that people thought homes were going to were going to lose value when, in fact, they did it. You know, the other issue that 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 continues to come up um, this year, and, and I think it will continue into next year, is the topic of affordability. Now, uh, affordability has been challenged. I think you could even go as far as to say there's a crisis of affordability in, in this country now. Um, as I've gone around and, and talked to agents about this, here's what I think is important. And I would write this down. If you're, if you're listening, you have a chance to write it down or, or just think about this question. If you can't write it down is, is the one that I always think about is, is, you know, you're writing this, you're thinking about this. 
do I have a relevant market opinion based upon fact? Do I have a relevant market opinion based upon fact? We live in a world and we certainly operate in a business where there are a lot of opinions. Very few are based upon fact. So what are the facts about affordability? Well, it's, it's based upon three things. Wages, what people are earning, mortgage rates, which is the financing cost of buying a home, and the price of the home. So what is my relevant market opinion based upon facts in those areas? And certainly, you know, at KCM, what we want to do is we want to give you the visuals and we want to give you the research and the facts to base your opinion upon. But what I would say right now is that's been a topic we've certainly talked about this year. It will continue to be a topic um, going into next year, but I do believe we will see relief. And here's the reason why. One, mortgage rates. We're already seeing a more favorable lending environment. And let's hope that continues. I certainly don't have a crystal ball. I mentioned before, uh, a 30-year fixed average right now about 6.6% at the time of recording this. We'll see if that holds up. We'll see if that maybe they rise slightly, maybe they go down. I, I don't know. But we're in a better mortgage environment than we were just 90 days ago. Let's hope that continues on, okay, as, as we get hopefully more signs and inflations under control. So that's the first piece. It should cost less to finance a home going into next year. Second, wages. What do we know about wages? You can go grab this slide from Keeping Current Matters, is wages are growing at a faster pace than they have in the years prior to uh, COVID in the last couple of years. So we want to see people earning more money and wages are growing. Interest rates, mortgage rates coming down. Third, home prices. Well, we shouldn't see um, in the coming years, and certainly not not seeing it this year, the home price appreciation that we saw in the last couple of years. That's a good thing. Not depreciation, but more normal appreciation. All of that bodes well for affordability. That's how I have a relevant market opinion based upon facts on this topic, because I think it's a topic that's going to stick with us. Certainly, uh, uh, throughout 2024, we're going to need to be able to articulate and talk about even as we get an improved mortgage environment. So prices, affordability, the third topic that people ask about, and it's probably been more in the, you know, in the fall and even, even it's starting to heat up right now is what does it look like going into, um, next year relative to the, uh, you know, chance of a recession, we have been talking about for the last couple of years, and, and economists have speculated on whether they believe a recession is coming to uh, this country. Now, I think there are a couple of things that are important to, to know about that. One, what you really want to know in our business is how does that affect the housing market? We've been uh, very vocal at KCM about uh, home prices through the past uh, six recessions going all the way back to the 80s. And looking at that, if you're familiar with that graphic, um, uh, you know, four of the times in the last six recessions, home prices appreciated. Two times they de depreciated, one time marginally in the early uh, 90s. And then um, 2008 is what everybody remembers when homes lost almost 20% value. So understanding the impact is really what's key 
because every time somebody hears the word recession uh, in uh, in the news or is somebody talking about it, they think of 2008. They think of somebody that maybe um, went through a tough time in the housing market. You know, one of the things that I think is important that we have to remember is, um, you know, recession in 2008 didn't cause a challenge in the housing market. A challenge in the housing markets caused the recession. That's the reality, certainly the housing and the mortgage markets. So I think when people, you know, have this question or wondering about it, they're really wondering about what would be the impact to, to my home. Now, the second piece of that um, uh, topic is what are economists saying right now? And I can tell you, if you follow KCM, and, and we certainly have followed this, Wall Street Journal surveys economists on the likelihood in the coming year of a recession. And I'll tell you this, right now at the end of the year where we stand, as compared to even last year, fewer economists see a recession going into next year. So we'll have to wait and see. It's important that we know what's the impact of a recession. But, but more than anything, what's our relevant market opinion based upon fact on this topic, right? The recession is a term uh, for the economy slowing down. And, and there, there's no doubt in a lot of areas, the economy is slowing down. But when you attach a label to it, people have different um, sort of things they think about, different things that come to mind, different experiences through um, through their lives, maybe it's 2008 or, or something like that. I think there are a lot of people that, that think that when they hear the word recession. But those are the topics we've talked about this year. And I think it all leads into what do um, people think, what are economists saying about the housing market in 2024? That's really, at this time as we, as we go into um, next year, I think what, what many people are wondering, what's the real estate market going to look like uh, in 2024. Now, if you lead a team, this is great information for them. Go uh, listen to uh, the, the KCM monthly market report. We certainly cover that um, each month and uh, what economists are saying here on the front end of the year. You'll get that information. But let me give you a quick rundown of, of a few things that I think are important as we look into next year relative to uh, I was going to say mortgage rates, but we've already blown through at this point a lot of the projections that are out there for mortgage rates. So one thing I will guarantee you is you try to project mortgage rates, you will be wrong, uh, depending on on the high side or low side. But let's let's hope for a better lending environment, better mortgage environment going into 2024. What about the the number of total homes uh, that we will sell next year? And I'm going to look at a couple of slides here. Uh, we'll have those in the notes uh, for you. 2024 home sales forecast. Is this total home sales, existing uh, home sales and new home sales? NAR uh, forecasting 5.5 million homes uh, sold next year. MBA 5.1, Fannie Mae 4.7. Um, the average of all three of those, just over 5 million homes, maybe slightly uh, better than this year, uh, not tremendously, but but should see more homes sold next year than we saw this year. That is the current, at, uh, at, as we wrap up the year, the forecasts that we're um, looking at, um, what they're saying. Slight improvement in home sales. What about home prices? 
Well, if you look at the range of forecasters that we follow here at KCM, anywhere from uh, they're forecasting for a little over 4% price appreciation to Realtor.com saying prices are going are gonna to fall by almost 2% next year and a, and a wide range there in the middle. I can tell you the average of the eight forecasters that we follow is just over 1.5% home price appreciation. So prices going up, just not at the rate that we've seen uh, in the past. And you know, if you take this even further, the home price expectation survey that we follow uh, here at KCM surveys um, a group of uh, economists every quarter and say, what do you think next year and the four years remaining? So kind of a five-year outlook for um, for home prices to look like. Um, and I can tell you for the next five years, if you look at the home price expectation survey, very normal price appreciation uh, going forward. And that is a good thing. Well, like we talked about with um, with affordability and with all of the, you know, sort of headwinds that have been there, less aggressive or less, you know, you know, fast rise in home prices is a good thing for those looking to buy. Mortgage rates coming down is a good thing for those looking to buy. Wages increasing is a good thing for those looking to buy. So take home sales, you take interest rates, you take um, uh, price appreciation. Those are really sort of the high, the, you know, the high points of a forecast uh, going into next year. Stay stay connected to KCM because we will continue to bring you um, the latest as those forecasts are, are updated as we go uh, into the year and uh, and certainly into uh, this spring market. I, I got to say, I think the time is now to prepare for this spring market, right? Those that are out there that are diligent will start the year strong and certainly enter uh, the spring market strong. There's no doubt that we've seen uh, people put off a decision of buying or selling a home this past year for a number of different factors, and I expect that we'll see uh, more folks return as we come into um, end of the year. I, I want to wrap with this. I found this quote, um, gosh, a, a couple of weeks ago. It's from StoryBrand. If you haven't uh, read that book, I'm a big fan of it. It's uh, written by Donald Miller, um, and then sort of the tagline in StoryBrand, it's about building your brand. If um, if you haven't read it, I'd highly encourage you to read it. But but what he says is, if you if you confuse, you lose uh, in 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 building your brand. And and there was a a quote that I pulled out, and, and and they said this: even if you have the best product or service, or maybe even price, I would add, in the marketplace, you will lose to a competitor's inferior product, service, or price. If we add that to product, if they communicate more clearly. Here's our hope going into into next year. Certainly through How's the Market uh, podcasts, through the deep dive, through everything we do at Keeping Current Matters, it's to help you communicate exactly what's happening in the market simply and effectively and clearly to your clients. You know, to be the knowledge broker today, you've got to have the information, and that certainly is our goal with the guest we have on here when we when we have a a podcast where we have a guest, but certainly in a time like this to say, what are people talking about? What's next year going to look like so that we equip you to answer the questions you're being asked? So I'm going to wrap up on that. I am extremely grateful uh, for you listening to the House of Market podcast this year. Extremely grateful uh, to our team for all the work, uh, Shannon and Bennett that you've put in here and um, everybody that, that's been a part of House the Market. Amanda, 
uh, has done an amazing job. So many people have worked hard on this podcast to get it out there because it is what we want to do to help you be the expert for the clients you serve. So if you know somebody that needs to listen to the House of Market podcast, share it with them. Share share this episode with them if they're wondering what next year is going to hold or what are people talking about right now. Please subscribe. Please like this episode because that way we get more information out there. And in the end, folks that are thinking about buying and selling are, are, are helped through educated professionals in the market. That's our goal. So we'll wrap up this year. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, new year and we'll see you back next year.